everybody and welcome back to Pest Control, an actual play podcast from Q Times. I'm your keeper Sam and I use he him pronouns. Today we are returning to our game of Kids on Bikes by Hunters Entertainment alongside some very special guests. Uh, This season is focused on the community of Norfolk, a town that is slowly losing its identity to the encroaching city and the sudden revelation to the world that monsters live among us. We have a couple of tenets that we're going to be trying to examine this season, in addition to the regular recommendations from Monster of the Week, the first of which is show the community, show where it is coming together and where it is fraying. The other is show the world of the myriads, show how the world is different since they revealed themselves in ways both complex and mundane. I'm going to go ahead and let my players introduce themselves. Players? Hi there. It's me, the best Sam. Uh, I use they pronouns. I use she they pronouns, and I'm playing Izzy Domel, who uses she her pronouns. Hello, adventurers. I'm Natalie, she her, and this adventure I'm playing Ruby Rain, also she her. And if you are enjoying listening to me voice act and play games with friends, you can find me over on the Storyteller Squad which is another Monster of the Week actual play show where I am the keeper. So I do a lot more voices. Um, And most recently, we've also done a crossover with The Writer's Room, which is a 7th Sea pirate game where I play Captain Angelica de la Sombra. So join us for either of those adventures and we will uh, see see you when we see you. Hi, my name is Maya. Uh, she, her. I am a player and editor for the Monsters Playbook. Uh, I will be playing a character named May Harris. She also goes by she, her. Um, and if you'd like to hear and learn more about myself and the Monsters Playbook, you can find us on all the platforms uh, as the Monsters Playbook, except for Twitter, because of Twitter reasons. It's Monster playbook you can see us recently in live streams with sarah from redgate and wolf i'm going to be guesting playing brindlewood bay as uh sunny sunny polanski um as well as july 30th johnny's going to be writing a game and i get to be on it and cause him terror and pain and i'm so (laughs) excited So we are continuing our game of Kids on Bikes, which is a a sort of um, temporary aside from our normal mainline Monster of the Week game while we give time for William and Jonas to move. Uh, So far, we have seen our (laughs) intrepid group of explorers 
uh, make their way into the semi-abandoned Wilson Dillard High, which is the old high school located in Norfolk. Uh, they have run up against security guards, uh, disappearing support groups, what appeared to have been a vampire woman who did not want them um, getting into her business uh, and now find themselves in the principal's office with a local pirate radio run by one Mr. Luca Kishore, uh, a former graduate of Wilson Dillard High. Um, we are picking up right after the three of you recorded or seemed to record a segment with Luca uh, with a call in from a ghost named Sheila, who listeners to the mainline story might recognize as being the same person who called in in the very first episode of season two. Uh, where we left you, you were playing the recording back and she had just apologized to Izzy uh, for, quote, what happened to her and said that we would try to prevent it from happening again. The file finishes playing and Luca leans back in his chair and takes his headphones off and says, so it, it wasn't just me. You all didn't remember that either? No. No. Well, it's nice to have some validation that I'm not losing it, I guess. Uh, Rain rushes over to May and just like hands all over her, like checking for bite marks, actually. Because uh, we just lost time. And so yeah. she's like checking your neck. Like, are you all right? Yeah. Uh, you do not find any. Feels at her own neck and then like looks over at Izzy like, are you okay? Yeah, I'm great. That makes one of us. She'll get like a cursory glance at Luca. Like, you're not bleeding, are you? No, not. He kind of like looks at his arms and, and <laughs> you know, uh, not not that I can see. Why would I be bleeding? There's a vampire in the building. There, there's, there's a, okay. There's a van. Um, there's been a a lot has happened tonight. I feel, and I've only been here for like half an hour, I think. And he like checks his watch, and he's like, "Oh no, uh, more like forty five minutes actually." Um, <laughs> okay. Are a vampire? You mean like one of the Dreadringers? The the name Dreadringers probably means something to all three of you. Um, there is a there is a group of vampires that spend a lot of time in the city and have recently expanded their reach into Norfolk uh, that are. I mean, they're kind of a gang. They're they're sort of an unofficial, you know, uh, enforcement squad for uh, this city socialite named Carmichael, who the trashy magazines of the city seem to think is a vampire himself. If you have talked to your parents about it, or maybe maybe even if you haven't, 
you've probably been warned away from them or from interacting with them. Um, people people go missing sometimes. So clarification, that vampire that we had uh, come across, were they strictly a vampire or were they a ghost vampire? Uh, well, I don't think or... you know that for a fact, okay. <laughs> but they did seem to be able to touch uh, Ruby to touch uh, Rain, mm-hmm. which makes you think that they're they were probably corporeal. They were probably a a, a vampire. Okay, just a vampire. Okay, but you know, <laughs> probably fine. <laughs> it's probably fine. Luca kind of like reaches up and closes his laptop and says, "Well, I think I'm. Uh, I think I've had just about enough of that tonight." You all sticking around? Rain looks to Izzy. She says, Izzy, is that recording enough for you to get your badge or? Uh, I don't know. I mean, it could have been anyone being like, yeah, I'm a ghost, you know? Okay. I mean, uh, Luke, are you going to let us have that recording? Uh... I think this is a charm roll, May. <laughs> I, think, yeah, I think this I is like a nine. This is like a nine charm roll. Yeah, I'm not going to make this one. <laughs> <laughs> I have a D4 in charm. Oh, yeah, no. that's a one. Oh, okay, all right. The ones are coming for us. <laughs> Luca, Luca like reaches over and like, like rests his hands on top of his laptop and says, well, everything I record here is proprietary. And, you know, if if anything got out about where I was recording or anything along those lines, I, I, I think I prefer not to give out anything I've recorded. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm- it's just sort of the ephemeral nature of radio, you know? You catch me when you catch me. <laughs> the mind keep a record at all. Well, I, gotta keep it, I gotta keep a personal record. I'm trying to, you know, always improve, always get better. If I listen back to my own shows, then, you know, then I, I get a sense for what I did right, what I did wrong. Well, then that sounds like that Izzy's going to need something else to prove that uh, you went ghost hunting for your scout badge. Right. Yeah, if I can give you some advice, probably something that doesn't imply that you were trespassing somewhere. I think that's a little late. Um, (laughs) Weird uh, question, Luca. Do you ever go outside of this office in the school? Like, have you, Uh, say, been to the gym? Sure, you know, uh, once or twice, but... uh, there's meetings that happen in there sometimes. I, yeah, I exactly. Have you seen any of them? Have you been to any they, of them? Oh, no, they're not really for me. They're they're kind of a um, well, they're a myriad uh, meetup uh, and I'm not I'm just a, and he kind of like <laughs> puts his hands up and rotates them around and says, I'm I'm just kind of a guy. Yeah, no, totally like same. Um but you he narrows his <laughs> eyes at you a little bit <laughs> but but so like we ran you how long have you been recording in here because you haven't run into the vampire no if there's a vampire in there that's news to me 
Either the vampire's been staying out of my way, or unconsciously, I've been staying out of the vampire's way if they've been around for long, but I I thought I had a good, a pretty good sense of the school. I, I mean, again, not that I go exploring that often, but... Maybe you know about should... the echoes? The, uh, well, sure. The, yeah, it's a big, empty school. Of course, No, I meant the, the echoes that last too long. What, what does that mean? Yeah, I don't know. We walked in. Okay. Okay. Cards at the table. We walked into the gym earlier. And it sounded like there was a meeting going on. But then we walked in and the gym was empty. So. You don't think maybe you were just kind of. You just thought maybe you heard voices and it was something else. Luca, I have a stethoscope. I think I know what I'm doing. <laughs> he he kind of holds up his hands, you know, and says, oh, okay. All right. Um. Yeah, well, that that it certainly is weird. I thought this place was going to be like a way more normal abandoned building when I decided to set up shop here. It kind of seems like it's full of weird shit. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I don't know if I'm supposed to curse around. How old are you? Well, I'm 15. Do you? I, I, I feel like I shouldn't curse around you. Oh, she's fine. How old are you two? Dude, I remember you as a senior in school. Whoa, what? No. Wait, you, what? Wait, what's your name again? Ruby Rain. Ruby! Oh my, you were the Red Riding Hood girl. You always walked around in that red. Oh, I see it now. I see it. I totally see it. I totally see it. Whoa. Yeah, I love that comparison. Um, do you have any like mobile recording equipment we could use? Yeah, he, he kind of like opens a drawer. He says, I, I got a little Zoom recorder. Why? Well, can we borrow it or do you want to come on this ghost hunt? I'm getting out of here. Uh, and he pulls out the little Zoom recorder. It's just one of those little tiny pocket ones and hands it over to you and says, do what you will with it. Just make sure it gets back to the office. She'll hand it to Izzy. Thank you. Here you go, champ. All right. Okay. Um, where exactly did you see the vampire? Oh, just outside your the office. The Dreadringer? Just outside. <laughs> Do I remember which classroom it was? I could, like, give him a specific classroom if I remember. Like, uh, let's say it was, like, 104. Sure. Uh, okay, good to know. I will go the opposite way from that. Well, uh, this has been a real treat. I hope all of you have a great rest of your night. I am going to go and probably not sleep at all. So, uh, best of luck finding your ghost. Yeah, stay and safe out there. Luca heads out. Can I whistle in the hallway as he leaves? Uh, yeah, sure. Are you trying to are you trying to freak him out? No, I'm trying to send a little friend after him to keep an eye on him. <laughs> and, oh, nice. and, okay. and to report back to me if anything happens. Yeah, mm. sure. Um a little what what would it be? Um maybe there's a little spider Ooh, that yeah. crawls crawls across <laughs> the the you know, you see it kind of like, a little, like enter like a spider. little beam of light. Yeah. yeah, a little jumping spider exactly. I love that. Mm -hmm. It kind of pings after him, you yep. know, bouncing off the walls. So, where are y'all headed next? Well, I wanted to ask Izzy, do you know what that I guess ghost 
meant when they said that they won't let something happen to you? Oh, I don't, I don't know. I just, um, it could be anything, you know? It could be anything. Really? No, probably not. It was probably having to do with, like, my brother or something, I would imagine. Your brother? What's with your brother? Um, well, so, like, okay. So, if you believe the adults, right? The adults are saying that um, he was killed. Um, but I don't know. I, I think something else happened. Uh, I think there was some sort of, like, uh, mysterious event. And it so. might happened to you and that's what that implied huh yeah i guess that might be a thing yeah i've 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 been um extremely afraid for like a while now because like you know it's it's it like there was a person who there was no reason for him to die so if why would they why wouldn't they come after me too <laughs> so i'm sorry no it's fine <laughs> Could we establish a little backstory, something here? I have it written down that Rain's dad is, like, not doing good. I love the idea if his accident was the same thing that got Izzy's brother. If it's possible to, like, tie the two together somehow, or if there was, like, a bigger accident that involved multiple people. I don't want to mess with canon, but, like, that could be why Izzy and Rain are close as they dealt with, like, the fallout from that together. What about this? Mm. What about that? It, what if it happened on the same day? Ooh, sure. It, <laughs> I think I think it makes more sense for those for those things to have happened like on the same day and for y'all to have been dealing with the fallout together. Yeah. Like we maybe met at the hospital or something. I like that. Uh, so Rain will come over to May and just kind of like because I would assume at this point Izzy's like looking really uncomfortable talking about this. Yeah, well, she's rambling. So, I mean, yeah. they did find a body, but, like, that could have been, like, who knows? It was an illusion, you know? Um, <laughs> it's totally possible. There's magic all over the place. And also, um, uh, yeah. Rain is just sort of, like, pulled May back a little bit. And she's like, Izzy had a really tough time. And we met in the hospital because I had to bring my dad in. So, uh, Yeah kind of why I come out with her like this. I feel like it helps her process. Sure. Uh, sorry, I didn't mean to like pry or anything. It's weird that it came up. Yeah, it definitely is. Um, But like, I don't know. Other than that, it's like not a big deal at all. You know, <laughs> I'm fine. Everything's fine. Um, sure. Uh, ghosts? He's <laughs> just gonna start marching away. Oh, <laughs> sweet child. <laughs> um, Izzy, I, I'm gonna give you some places that you could possibly go here, okay. uh, and I'll let you I'll let you pick where you would like. But um, some places y'all haven't visited yet that that are that uh, Rain would know exist uh, and could lead you to are uh, the cafeteria, the boiler room, the nurse's office, the roof, and the main stairwell. Is there one of those that you think Izzy would be attracted most to? Well, wait. <laughs> we gotta go to the boiler room. Oh that God. feels like if, there's, if, it's, if it's scary, <laughs> we have to go to the boiler room, right? I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> I mean, it's not scary. It's just that there's the boilers and, like, other 
cleaning equipment in there. And like nobody can hear you if you're in the boiler room. It's just all hard. It's loud. It's hard cement. That's exactly where a ghost would be, I feel like, right? With like the <laughs> steam and like the Ah, oh, that's going to be sick. <laughs> I mean, the cafeteria the okay. ghost could be, you know, some student who choked on their sandwich. Right. Really? Or it could be a person who was taken into the boiler room where no one can hear you scream and then they were murdered. Huh? Let's just do the boiler room and get it over with. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Rain, are you leading the way again? Sure. Okay. Uh, you make your way towards the boiler room. Uh, it is... Down at the end of the school, uh, down a flight of stairs, as you are making your way through the halls, you notice that 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 sound of footsteps and that sweeping flashlight is gone. The security guard is no longer walking the halls. Um, And as you make your way over to this stairwell leading down, uh, there is a a large um, door uh, that is locked. Well, I guess we are going to have to go to the cafeteria. Can I use my multi-tool? Fuck. Sure, I'll let you use your multi-tool. <laughs> okay. uh, why don't you roll me grit here? <laughs> okay. Uh, this is going to be a an eight. 11. Nice. Okay. Just as you finish saying this, May, just <laughs> May as you're like, like turning around. back to everyone, <laughs> you're like, why don't we go to the cafeteria? You hear a click from the lock and you turn back and see that Izzy is pushing the door open. Or we go down to the boiler room where no one can hear us and maybe we'll get killed by that vampire ghost. I think Izzy's going to pull out her scout handbook, notebook or whatever, and then open to a page and be like, Lock picking is a really good skill. <sighs> this scout handbook is, 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 is a real medley. This is like the anarchy scouts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, the Norfolk scouts are are not sanctioned by the official Scouts of America. Yeah, they were kicked out um, years ago. <laughs> <laughs> they've been developing an alternative track. Um, okay. Who leads the way down into the darkness? I'm last. <laughs> Izzy has the flashlight. Yep. So. Yeah. Okay. It's Izzy shaking up the flashlight <laughs> as she walks down the stairs. <laughs> um, yeah. There are, there's, there's three little stairwells here that all lead down into a small hallway, uh, a short hallway. Uh, There is a door at the end of the hallway and a door on either side. And there is a light on down here in the hallway. It is just faintly like kind of buzzing overhead. It kind of keeps going out for like a second here or there. I mean, did Rain spend any time in the boiler room before, you know, when she was a freshman, do you think? I don't think so. I feel like you don't really get access to like off-limits areas of the school until you're a senior or at least a junior in most places because then you're like trusted to be the captain of a team or whatever. (laughs) Um, You didn't 
do you think Rain like snuck down here to like sneak a smoke or anything? No, or is Rain, this, Rain like... doesn't smoke. She like okay, her okay. her like social outcastedness only happened at like the end of her sophomore year. Got um, it. So like, or or whenever the timeline makes sense for it to have happened. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah. in any case, yeah. No, she like if she came down here, it would have been because like maybe the janitors like knew she got picked on or like it was having a rough year and was like, Hey, you could take your study hall with me. Or we could play chess or something <laughs> <You> know, whatever. <laughs> I, I, I like the idea. I like the idea that that happened one time, maybe even before all of the kind of social outcast stuff, you know, went down. Sure. Cause if that was like in your sophomore year, that would definitely have been already in the city, which, which makes a lot of sense. Mm. Um, so I feel like, you know, maybe you've seen this hallway once, but as far as which of these three doors leads into the boiler room itself, you are not sure. I mean, do any of the doors have those like glass, like things no. that you can like look through them, but they're usually like they've got that like reinforced grid pattern through it or whatever? I don't think so. Not down here. Okay. Uh, and you definitely see there were little maybe plaques or something that kind of told you what the rooms were. Mm-hmm. Those have been pried off for some reason and are missing. We could use Izzy's stethoscope. No. Yes. Yeah, that's yeah, the word. Totally. <laughs> Izzy, do you go up to one of these doors with a stethoscope? Yeah. All right. Is it the one at the end of the hallway, the one on the left or one, the one on the right? The one at the end of the hallway. Okay, great. Uh, you walk over and, and you know put your stethoscope in your ears and hold it up to the door. Uh, why don't you roll me brains here, Izzy? Uh, this is going to be a six. I'll just take half. <laughs> okay, great. Uh, Izzy, on the other side of the door, you hear what sounds like muffled crying, maybe? Okay. I'll open the door. You tried the door handle and it is locked. Okay, I'll try to open it. Okay, give me another grit roll. Is this the same? Uh, this will be this will yeah, this will be the same. This will be like five. Okay. Nine. Okay. Yeah, once again, you you kind of pick through this lock and push the door open. Uh this is indeed the boiler room at the end of the hall here. It is a large cavernous dark space with a hunk of metal and machinery off to one side and a variety of what appear to be storage uh, uh, for extra materials down here. Those uh, file cabinets that you were looking for, May, those are here. Oh, Uh, they are stored down like up against one wall Um, and sitting tied with rope to the boiler is a human figure. Do any of us recognize this person? Is there, are they like teen, child, adult? I think they are an they are an adult. Okay. Uh, they have a they have like some sort of like cloth or something around their their mouth, uh, and they appear to be tied to the the boiler. The boiler is not on. Also, for the record, it is it is appears to be cold and dormant. I guess May will run up to this adult and take out what uh, the cloth or whatever is gagging them. 
Oh my god, oh my god. Okay, you have to untie me. Quick, untie me, untie me! Who are you? I, listen, the, 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 the fucking Dreadringers have me down here. I didn't, I thought, I, Carmichael, I, I took out some money, maybe more money than I should have, and I, I gotta get out of here. You gotta let me out of here. Before they come back, you gotta let us out of here. Can you give us a smile real quick? Yeah, they, they, uh, give me a, give me a charm roll here, May. <laughs> uh, this will be a this will be a six, I think. Okay, it'll be a D four. Um, that's a three. I'm okay. gonna. Do you want to spend adversity tokens? Yeah, I'll spend three of them, right? Because you said six. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right, that gets you just up to it. So I think this person kind of like hymns and haws and kind of glances back towards the door and then deeper down into the boiler room and says okay fine look i'm i'm a, i'm a vampire okay and they 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 bare their teeth mm-hmm. and you see fangs and they say but it's not i'm i just they they i i didn't do exactly what carmichael told me i i, I maybe i took some money i shouldn't have okay but you got to let me out of here they're going to kill me i'm going to gag him again um what do you guys think we should do well um it's not a ghost so um not our our goal not our goal not our problem yeah um it feels very i mean it's it's not great it's not great Mm. Mm -hmm. excuse me we're talking one second um, it's not great, but also like morally, like who knows who who's the judge here? We're not the judge to decide who lives or dies, right? Yeah. Um, excuse me, um vampire. Yeah. Can you yeah. hold up on like your hand how many of you are here in this building? <laughs> on your hand. Like his, one, two. Up. His hands is tied <laughs> up. Damn it, I yeah. forgot. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, okay, here, I'm going to take out the gag. Oh, like, I don't know. I, I think I've seen like three, but I don't know. I wasn't, they they dragged me here through the tunnels. Tunnels? And May's going to look at Rain. Did there tunnels connected to the high school? Yeah, in high school, there were these underground tunnels. No, were there weren't any tunnels. What are you talking about? <laughs> it's the old, the if old This is the dead tunnels. ringers. We should get out of here. This is this is way above what we should be getting into. This is no longer a fun scouting assignment. The mine tunnels. Yeah, they dra- they dragged me here through the mine tunnels, and they said, I mean, uh, I think they thought this place was maybe no one was going to be here. Well. We're finding Listen, out that's wrong. I'm, I'm here. I'm here with one other person. Did you see them? They would also have been tied up, maybe, or or purple or... hair. No, oh. the pur- purple hair is no. That she's she's bad. That's. Did you see her? You, she didn't follow you, did she? No, I don't think so. And you hear a door <laughs> at the top of the staircase. <laughs> My name is Johnny, and I'm the host, executive producer, and prince of lies for the Monsters Playbook. 
What's the Monsters Playbook? It's an actual Play Monster of the Week podcast set in my hometown of Minneapolis, Minnesota. It's a character-focused adventure where you'll meet Kira Ashwood, a journalist with a cult past she's desperate to atone for, and a secret power hidden even from herself. Casey Davis, a taciturn secret agent becoming disillusioned with the agency she thought she could trust. Theo Nessos, a professional sorceress trying to escape the shadow of her powerful, magical family. And Mark Clayton, a pretty haunted introvert who just wants to make sense of his powers and all the weird things that keep happening to him. If you like Buffy the Vampire Slayer, The Dresden Files, or any city-set supernatural story with monstrous threats and messy feelings, check out The Monster's Playbook. New episodes every other Tuesday, wherever you get your podcasts. Shit, shit, you gotta hide. Put, put the bad gag back, hide, hide. Okay, all right. Okay, I'll <laughs> gag him again. All right, I need everybody here to roll me a flight roll. Oh, uh, this is gonna be harder. Oh, no. This is gonna be a 10. No, fuck! <gasps> oh, boy. Yeah, you go. Come on, Natalie. Come on, come on, come on. Oh, no. Okay, we, we, we do get a plus one because of our rebellious, right? Or the, no, excuse me, because we're teens. Friendly reminder to all. Yeah, no, I can't. Unless, I, yeah, no, because we can't like argue to use a different stat, right? <laughs> I would I would let you if you have a, com- a really compelling reason here. Well, a way s- that you're not running. What did you get, Natalie? Uh, I got a six plus one if I do the rebellious thing. But I was going to say, could I activate cool under pressure and make this a grit roll? Because Rain has had to run away from bullies and avoid fights and like escape trouble quite a bit. Um, Mm. But I don't know if that's quite. I think grit would be more you standing your ground here. Mm. It would be you more just being like, well, Fuck her. Like, I'll, I'll, whatever. She can come see me here. I don't, I'm not scared of her. Yeah, sure. I think that, that would be more, okay, yeah, then give me grit. Okay. Before you tell me the result of that roll, May, what did you roll? I rolled a five. A five, okay. Uh, and Izzy, what did you roll? Two. <laughs> Excellent. So we're not hiding Excellent. anyway. <laughs> well, Excellent. can I ask a question? Natalie, uh-huh. if I gave you two... Does that get you to a 10 at all? Um, well, if I'm doing grid, I would roll a different thing. Yeah. And, if, and like, if if you aren't hiding, there's no point in Rain hiding either because she'll just step out and protect you. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think let's see this grit roll. But this is definitely not a planned action. <laughs> sure. Yeah, no, it's a snap decision. But because uh-huh. Rain is cool under pressure, I'm just going to take half of my 20. Oh, yeah. Okay, great. And make it 10. Amazing. Uh, then you just barely succeed. I could burn an adversity to get like better if that you makes absolutely a big difference. Could. Right, yeah. Uh, so I'll tell you the difference between a zero, which is the character succeeds but just barely, and a plus one is a plus one says the character succeeds but not impressively. Any benefits the character gains above and beyond the success should be quite limited if present at all. And what if I get so, two above? Uh, the next like the next demarcation Tier is more for than that. Yeah, would be plus, would be five higher. Okay, then we're not going to get there. Okay, and if I and if I were to roll, then I risk completely losing the success Correct. entirely. Yeah. Okay. Correct. Um, 
So I will burn one token just to get that okay. first like level above meets it. And then, yeah. yeah. Makes sense. Uh, yeah. Then uh, this this woman, this kind of, you know, punk uh, vampire woman with the, the short purple hair just pushes open the door and sees you just standing there, Rain, mm-hmm. and sees May and Izzy hiding in just places that are absolutely <laughs> visible. Oh, I'm any hiding on the light. other side of this tied up mm-hmm. guy. Yeah, I mean, it is just like she just immediately clocks all three of you. Uh, and she smiles and says, well, now you've made it a problem. Have we? You think I can just let you leave now? Why not? We clearly are not going to stop what you're doing here. Yes, but you've seen him. And she points at the person that's tied up. That's a problem for me. I don't know who he is. I see lots of people. Hmm. You could tell the police you had seen him here. And then what? And then have you come and attack us instead? Well, and then put an end to what I was able to do on the streets. I'm one of Carmichael's favorites. I would prefer not to be at his displeasure. Now, my previous offer stands. If we were to know each other a bit better, and again, you see those fangs slip over her lips. Mm Mm-hmm. Perhaps I could let even this slide. I'm sure that Carmichael would love to meet you three. See, I'd prefer not to meet him or anyone like you ever again. So I'm happy to stay out of your way. I don't give a shit about what's happening in the city or Norfolk. I have seven months of school and then I'm out of here. I think this is a charm. I think this is a charm and it's going to be high. Okay. Uh, I think that this is a 17. Oh my God. To convince her to just let you go. Uh huh. Well, I have to explode twice. <laughs> okay. Let's, Let's see, see it. How we do. Are you fucking kidding me? Just a one. Yeah. Oh my god. A one? <laughs> Do you have any, any, any other dice you could use? On what? This is not how this game works. So. Oh no, wait, no, it's it's a seven. Sorry. Okay. It looked like a one. It's actually a okay. seven. Okay, that's significantly better. <laughs> I was like, wait that a minute. Is, that no is significantly way. better. Is, yeah. So the difference between those two, yes, yes. the difference between those two, if you would, if you had rolled a one here, the book says the failure is staggering and catastrophic. Oh, boy. There will be both immediate and long term consequences for this failure above and beyond what might be expected. These consequences might lead to serious changes in the course of the long term arc of the story, especially because the character should only find themselves failing this badly through total recklessness or because the GM has purposefully put them in a staggeringly difficult situation. Which you this is (laughs) having rolled a seven. You are only in the. Minus 10 to minus 14 range, which says the failure is profound 
There will be consequences for this failure, likely in keeping with what would have been expected, but that doesn't mean those consequences won't be very bad. The consequences may strongly influence the course of the current play session. Generally, though, a character will only find themselves failing this badly when they bite off more than they can probably chew or because of the cruelty of the GM. Apologies. She dashes towards you, Rain, Mm -hmm. and bites into your neck. Yep. I think you have a moment if you would like to try to fight her off. Can I also or, react? Or run. Uh, absolutely, but I want to know what Rain does first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think uh, <laughs> as this woman's like rushing her, uh, it's a like two snaps undone and she has her hatchet out and just like, even if she gets to her first, uh, it's a thing where she just says like, I have a girlfriend, bitch, and slashes up at her face with the hatchet. <laughs> okay, uh, so you are going to roll. You're going to roll fight here. I don't think there's any way. There's any way around that. Nope. I think that's what you're doing here. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so let me pull up <laughs> the combat section <laughs> of this game uh, because I think that may be applicable. Nah, I'm just thinking about. If we get out of this situation, being like, so ghosts. <laughs> so, so ghosts, am I right? We really didn't find any, so let's go somewhere. Like, let's go to a graveyard. Like, let's okay. be safe. So, uh, here's, there. Here's, here's how this works. Um, I, I'm going to set a DC, and uh, uh, based on your role, we will have, uh, someone will have narrative control, and there will be some sort of effect. So for instance, if the defender's role is greater than or equal to uh, the the DC that I said, the attacker's role, the defender narrates the outcome. uh, And the effect is the defender is uninjured, the projectiles miss, or the blows don't land or hurt them enough to matter. Uh, That gets progressively worse with, depending on by how much you fail. Uh, Leading to if you fail by 10 or more, the attacker has full control over the narrative. They explain what the defender does in response to the attack and how ineffective this response is. The effect is the defender is dead or quite nearly dead. The bullet hits them between the eyes and nothing can save them. They're beaten so badly they on- that only immediate medical attention can help, but there will be permanent effects. So... I am going to say, uh, with her charging towards you, she definitely does not expect you to just have a hatchet with you. <laughs> uh, so I am going to say that your DC here is 11. Okay. Uh, go ahead and give me your fight. Uh, it's a seven. Seven. Okay. Uh, do you want to burn some adversity tokens? Um, if it will help push me into another zone of like not bad failure, I will. I have one left. Let me read. Let me read what happens on Although, a. I did. I fail the last roll too, right? You yes, you did. Which means you have one more. So I could burn two and get. Uh, let's see, up to a nine. What well, and you have the plus one for fight, right? Because team. Yeah, I added that because I rolled okay. a six. Oh, okay. It became okay. a seven, and then I got shucks. Tokens. So, could I add protective? 
Uh, when defending one of your friends, I don't think so. Cause okay. you're not, you're not specifically, you're defending yourself right. currently. Yourself um, is a friend. <laughs> One could argue that the reason Rain <laughs> stood there in the first place was to be protective of us. That's kind of the angle I was going to take with it. Of like, I I put myself in harm's way so that they with could the maybe have a chance to get out of here. Because I know the vampire okay. thing to me. Okay, I buy it. Okay. I buy it. Go ahead and add your plus three to that. All right. So that would bring Lawyered. you to a 10. It would bring me to a 10, and I could burn two adversity tokens to get to a 12, which is one above the DCU set. Great. Okay. So. Whew. You narrate the outcome here. The only thing I will say is she did bite you. Mm -hmm. That was the consequence of that failure. But sure. everything else is up to you. Uh, the effect is you are uninjured, uh, which means she does not do any additional. I, I think what that means is like she bit you, but not deeply enough to turn you. Mm -hmm. uh, and the projectiles miss or the blows don't land enough to matter. Um, so as she rushes towards you and begins to sink her fangs into your neck, what do you do? How does this resolve? And I just get to fully say what happens. You get to say what happens. Yep. I think I like the hatchet. I'm I'm bringing it up and pulling my neck away from her as her face is like right there. Mm -hmm. So I just like take her lower jaw off with it. Damn. Like bite she, someone now, <laughs> you vampire piece of shit. Like she stumbles back and, and like reaching up to grab at that part of herself. Uh, and, and like, you know, hold it all together. Yeah. And then there's just like a, and I want every rat in this boiler room basement to just swarm her. No good. All the, all the mice and the pipes and the, you know, little spiders and cockroaches and things like this is full on, uh, nasty Disney princess <laughs> to like occupy her now. I love that. I think this is going to be one more role sure. for you. Uh, I think this is a charm roll okay. to get every every creature in this vicinity mm -hmm. to to come after her. Um, I'm going to say this is a this is a six to get all the creatures here. Okay, we might we might get lucky. <clears throat> okay, that is a four. A four. Okay. Uh, would you like to burn any adversity tokens here? I'm out. If other people can burn them to help me then sure, but I'm out. So. I don't think anyone can help you in that particular instance yeah. because you are pulling on this, this magical power. Uh, so I think what happens here is like you get a bunch of creatures in here, but not, I mean, it is, it is not to not the enough. scale yeah. of, of what you, you would have wanted. I think there's like, you know, five or 10 rats and spiders and things, cockroaches that kind of begin, you know, crawling out towards her and, you know, begin kind of climbing her legs and nipping at her thighs. And she's like swatting them away. Mm -hmm. And I, I think it is distracting, but not harmful. Yeah. Um, That's which good means enough. May, uh, you have had enough time to change here. Do you want to tell us what you've changed into? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so I think I, I like this flavor that when Rain like calls upon all of these like creatures that it might 
help the process or at least make it less painful mm. for me. Um, and suddenly I think by your side, standing in front of you growling is this coyote. Is it how how big? I mean, is this like coyote like size? Dire coyote? Or is like, it no, like no, dire no. coyote? No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's just regular old coyote. So okay, like, okay. I think it's definitely unusual that there's a coyote down here, but definitely, yes. <laughs> but mm-hmm. at the same time, uh, you could argue well, Raiden has this weird, cool power that yeah brings all these creatures and. Mm-hmm. I don't think that uh, I don't think coyotes are native to Norfolk. <laughs> I think this is a, I think this is a shock. I mean, I think Izzy, like I imagine Izzy being like, "Wait a minute, coyotes aren't native. <laughs> coyotes aren't native to here." Um, uh, He's got her field yeah. guide to Norfolk. Or- yeah, yeah, exactly. You know. Um, Ooh, I can take off side, my coyote badge. <laughs> exactly. That's the side. Sit, sitting neatly in her bag next to the anarchist cookbook. Like, yeah. Um, anarchist uh, cookbook. <laughs> Your guide to identifying urban wildlife. <laughs> and this this vampire woman uh, turns, again, kind of like holding her mouth together uh, and, and turns to see you, May, uh, and she bears her fangs at you. What do you do? Oh, I bear my fangs back at her and like, and like growl, and then I will leap at her face. All right, I think this is a fight. We had discussed about when I'm in coyote form about switching two oh, stats. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I switched my fight and grit. Okay. So my does that f- make your fight your D twenty? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Okay, that's great. Okay. Uh, so I'm gonna say she's a little bit hurt now, but she knows she sees you. Uh, I think I think Rain's attack was unexpected. Uh, I think your attack is expected. So I think the DC here is going to be twelve. Okay. It rolled so much. That's going to be a six. Mm. Would you like to spend adversity tokens? I don't have enough to go up there. It brings me to like a 10, but. Would anyone like to help here? I think Izzy, you could conceivably help with this, maybe. If I help, is that using adversity tokens to help? Or I won't be able to. You would describe. Okay. All right. I'm okay. Izzy's too good at stuff she does. Give me the pain. (laughs) All right. Uh, So. With a six, that means you have failed by five. So if the attacker's roll is greater by four to six, the attacker explains their attack and the defender explains how they respond. The attacker then explains how this barely mitigates the harm. The effect is the defender is fairly hurt. The bullet hits them and they need medical attention soon to prevent this from causing permanent damage. They're dazed and likely concussed, but they can keep going. Their ribs are going to hurt for a few days and breathing might sting for a few hours. Tell me how you're attacking here. Let's start there. Yeah. Are you leaping at her? Are you, you know, going for her Achilles? Like, what does this look like? Um. So what I was trying to do was I uh, may was running and leaping, trying to get her... Like, because her jaw is missing now, right? It's like hanging. I think or so. It's just hanging. Yeah, I think it's like hanging. Yeah. So May's trying to inflict like more wounds, more pain there. So essentially, like, kind of like almost like an alligator, 
like mm-hmm. mouth, trying to get her um, fangs and muzzle around her face to like rip it off and like use her momentum and and weight. But yikes! And you said you weren't going to kill anybody. <laughs> um, as a child, uh, okay. I won't kill anybody as a child. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, Sorry, I so yeah, <laughs> you leap at her, and I think she just. She's quick. She's super, super quick here. I think she moves just enough out of your way to kind of grab you mid leap and throw you against the boiler. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think you hear something crack. Oh yeah. Uh, you you feel a rib or or a or you know a vertebra or something like that just snap. Yeah, definitely like whine like. <laughs> And she turns back uh, to to all of you and says, um, "You, how does she talk like Pull this? Back. Um, <laughs> Poorly." <laughs> um, I think she says, uh, 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 "This could have been so easy." Uh, Izzy, what have you been up to? Yes. So um, at this point, I think. Um, Izzy has just finished the last pull on the ropes of this guy in the chair mm-hmm. and lets him go from his bonds. She's good with ropes. Okay. This is where yeah. the brains are of the group. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I, yeah, I think he, I think he stands up. Are you trying to get him to do anything? Yeah, I'm trying to get him to help. Okay. This is charm then for sure. And this is going to be high. Uh, I think you need to roll. I think this is also an 11 in order to convince him to help. Okay. Is this like, um, persuading? Oh, this is definitely persuading because yeah. Persuading an adult. So you can add plus three to this for rebellious. (gasps) Sam. Did it explode? Did you explode? (laughs) On a what? What was your, what was your die? Oh my god. Yeah. Okay, roll again. Roll again. Four. So 14 plus three. So 17. 17. Wow. So, so uh now I get to read the opposite side of that chart <laughs> that we have we've talked about. Okay, you about. don't need to rub it in. <laughs> On a uh, plus 10 or higher, the character succeeds smoothly and easily. Likely, it looks like the character is just showing off or that the task is done so readily that it happens without any effort at all. At the GM's discretion, and certainly not necessarily, there could be some unexpected positive results from a success of this degree. So what do you say here, Izzy? So as I'm untying this guy, I'm just like, listen, listen to me. You are a vampire. You're big and strong. We are just kids. You're going to go out there. You're going to fight this scary, scary bitch. All right, just go. Okay. (laughs) Then I untie it. He like looks at you. You look like my kid. And then he turns around and just like lightning fast, just like rips into her. I think he throws her across the room. Um, She slams into one of the concrete walls and then he's on her again, just like perched on top of her, just ripping at her, trying to like, like I think trying to pull her jaw away. Yeah. Uh, And I I think if everyone's comfortable with this, I think he does. I think Mm. he just rips her jaw, her lower jaw completely off. 
uh, and tosses it behind himself. And she shrieks, just screams, and is attempting to like push him off here. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's he will be an ally to you for the rest of this fight, is what I will say. Nice job, uh, Izzy. Um, she like she like pushes him to one side, and he kind of you know falls off against the the concrete here, and she begins running for the other side of the room, kind of again still holding her mouth where her lower half of her jaw used to be. What do y'all do? Is she running towards where I am, technically? She would have to run past you. Yes. I want to pull my flashlight out and flash it in her eyes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, I think this is not fight, please. I think... <laughs> <laughs> I think this is flight to okay. do it quickly enough. Uh, and I'm going to say this is a seven. Hmm. Hey, <laughs> I have to explode to get it. That's the thing. Oh, I believe in you. I, I think I can help you. Explode. Okay. <gasps> no freaking way! <laughs> you exploded. Wait, dude, I got a six. Hell Easy. yeah! Okay, okay, okay. okay All right, okay. roll it again. Two, eight, Sam. Eight. Okay. So I with an eight. You, you know, you've, as she begins to run towards you, I just picture slow motion, slow motion Izzy shaking up that flashlight, just like ready to go <laughs> and then preparing and clicks it yeah. on just as she arrives in your, you know, right in front of you. And she throws up her hands to like, like, like <laughs> kind of get that light away and trips and just like falls and you can see if you follow her with the light she has fallen down into a oh. tunnel uh, oh uh there was a little bit further into the darkness uh in an area that y'all couldn't necessarily see there was a hole in the floor and she has fallen down inside of it uh you hear there's there's a pause here there's a moment where it is just quiet What's our vampire buddy doing? He's just he's just frozen in place, just waiting to see what's going to happen. Rain just kind of calls to Izzy, like grabbing at her neck. Is get over okay, here. OK, yep, 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 yep. Uh, I'm going to get into my backpack. And one of the things I had in my backpack is a first aid kit. So I'm going to pull that mm -hmm. out. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to start bandaging mm -hmm. and cleaning with Neosporin and all that stuff. <laughs> uh, Izzy, roll me brains here. Okay. Uh, this will be low because you're you're a scout here. So this will be a four to clean, I will clean take and half. dress this wound. Great. Uh, <laughs> then easily, easily. Uh, you kind of bandage this wound, uh, you know, quickly. I think maybe there's a little gauze around <laughs> Rain's, you know, neck. Uh, but rain, it is it is no longer, you know, freely bleeding down your neck. Mm -hmm. um, I was so badass. You're so badass. <laughs> we got to get out of here. OK. Uh, and she'll she'll run over to the coyote uh, to see if it's OK. Because, like, yeah. it's it's her woodland friend. Um, yeah. Has nope. rain interacted with this coyote before? Does Has it like shown up a couple other times like when it shouldn't have? This is probably the closest you've ever been to it. I think like you've seen 
her from a distance. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she just like kneels down and like kind of tentatively like pats your fur and like checks you for like any like really bad broken bones or anything. Mm -hmm. I mean, the good news is that I have quick healing. So, oh yeah. <laughs> do you want to read? Do you want to read that for us real quick? Yeah. So, with quick healing, um, I recover from injuries more quickly and don't suffer lasting effects from most injuries. Okay. You know, as a wear coyote does. Mm-hmm. Sure. May I think you can even feel that bone already beginning to stitch itself back together in your side. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that she will like stand up and give you like a little tail wag and like licks your hand. It's like a, I'm okay. Is the is the dog was was the dog the girl, the other girl? Would he know that? The dog Would he knew? suspect that? He he's, has been watching this whole thing. Oh, okay, fair enough. What is, uh, the, is the dog the girl? Is the dog the girl or is it a different dog? Did the dog just? You know, now that you mentioned that coyotes aren't native to Norfolk, and I find that very... That's a coyote. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's clearly a coyote. What? I don't don't know coyote from a dog. They have a very different build. The coyote growls at this vampire. (laughs) (laughs) Dumbass. (laughs) I think Rain just takes, like, the sides of the coyote's face, like, kind of, like, scritching the fur, but mostly just, like, holding it and, like, looking at the eyes. Uh, She's like... May? Her eye I will point out that her eyes are green. Mm-hmm. We gotta go. Is? Yep, come in. And uh before we leave, I'm gonna grab that jaw off the floor and put it in my backpack. <laughs> oh. oh boy. Oh boy. Okay. I imagine it has fangs, right? Welcome to Pest Control, an actual play horror podcast. Um, I mean, do vampire fangs come up from the bottom or oh, right? the top? Could be hey, you know what? Maybe we're Whatever. learning something about the world right now. Yeah. Maybe there are vampire fangs on the bottom also. As you begin to head back up the stairs, the door opens. And you three see the two other vampires that were... That were here alongside this other woman looking for her. And they see you, and there is just a there's just a moment here on the stairs. And the person you rescued says, I'm taking the tunnels, and he just turns around and jumps down into that tunnel. Probably should go get your friend, huh? Rain, rain looks uh, at the two vampires and the guy running uh, and she like still has her hand on her neck but she's got her her she kind of like throws her hood up and she just says Carmichael's not gonna like it if you let him get away I'm assuming it's charm it is definitely charm or is it or or is it grit? Because I'm using my my streetwise, like putting together, like, oh, if I convince them I'm part of the gang. Oh. Um, <laughs> I'll let you use grit here. I'll okay. let you use grit, but it is still gonna be a very high DC. That's fair. Okay. I think it's gotta be a 16. Okay. 
Do I get to add rebellious or protective to this role? Both. Okay. Great. Okay. Let's let's do this. Come on, Rain. You deal with adults all the time. Ugh. Okay. That is a dirty 20. <laughs> okay. I mean, I think I think this is an unmitigated success here. <laughs> I think they look at your wound, your bite mark, your two lines of blood, yep. you know, that are trailing from your neck. Uh, and they look at each other. I think one is this this large, burly guy in like a like a uh, baseball cap. Uh, and the other is like a, a kind of thinner guy with really piercing, uh, like dark brown eyes uh, that almost look black here in the darkness. Um, and they say, follow us. And they both like make their way past the three of you and head for that tunnel. The one jumps down, the big burly one jumps down and the, the kind of thinner one looks back to check and see if you're following. Heck, um, I think, oh, there's, mm, okay, 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 okay. We're in the boiler room, right? There's lots of pipes mm -hmm. around here. Yeah, definitely. I want to smash one of the pipes with my hatchet as we leave to create running water that a vampire maybe couldn't cross. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, interesting. I don't know. I'm, I'm pulling it straight Interesting. <laughs> We've never actually okay. talked about whether that works on vampires in this world. Mm -hmm. So why don't we leave it to a roll? Uh, this is going to be a brawn roll to open this to open this pipe with your hatchet. Uh, and I'm going to say this is going to be. Ooh, this is going to be a. It's going to be a 10, but uh, what I will say here is if you give a look to May and Izzy before you mm -hmm. do this, I will let them help you out. Okay. Yeah. There's definitely a thing where like they said follow them. And as they were both walking away, uh, Rain kind of whispered to Izzy and, and May like, get ready to run. Mm -hmm. Um. And then like pointed at one of the pipes and kind of like brandished her hatchet to like swing on it. Okay. Uh, give me the brawn roll. Okay. <sighs> no. Don't know. What did you roll? That's crazy. It was That's crazy. <laughs> what did you need to hit? A 10. A 10. So I have a two because it's plus brawn. I mean, I can give you six a Advisory tokens. Really? Yeah. Because <laughs> well, whenever I get fail, two, I get two each get time. So. Eight. so, Izzy, do you have two? I have one. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> <sighs> okay. Save your tokens, then it doesn't make sense to burn them. I can't believe how many. Ones it's I've rolled this abysmal. game. It's abysmal. Oh, 
Rain is cursed. Depre- Rain well, is I mean, cursed. yeah, her life sucks, so that kind of makes sense for the character. Poor but sting. <laughs> I feel so bad for her. Oh my goodness. Uh, oh my goodness. She had it rough. I can't believe, like, not even like that. I'm rolling like bad stats. It's just every stat I'm getting a one on most of the time. I think, and I can't proc protective on this either. So I'm not really defending. I'm like trying to cover our escape, which is slightly different. I, I mean, I think I think this is what it is. I think these pipes are just thicker, or maybe Thick your or maybe yeah. your um your hatchet is just duller than you thought it would be. And also, it, Rain is not strong. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. She she chops wood, but like she's not like you know TikTok chops wood. <laughs> <laughs> and and I think instead of cutting into this pipe, you just ring off of it. Like it just it just makes this loud metallic clang, uh, probably similar to the one you heard right when you were coming into the school. Mm. Uh, and this sort of thinner vampire, the one with the piercing brown eyes, looks at you and starts walking towards you and says, come on, Carmichael will be angry if we don't catch him. Uh, he is now close enough that it's going to be the to get up like to run off. It will be harder. It'll be significantly mm-hmm. harder. Mm-hmm. What do you do? Rain doesn't wait for the like skinny vampire to fully get to us. She turns to Izzy, puts a hand on your shoulder. She says. You should get out of here. I'm going to go. Uh, no, I'm not. I'm not gonna do that. I'm sad. Just make sure somebody checks on my dad. Okay. Uh, and she kind of like turns you and scoots you out of the boiler room, and then she will look down at the coyote, <laughs> and she says, "You can go or stay." Run away, May. (laughs) Walk towards the other vampire like she's going to catch up. And he turns headed for that that hole in the in the concrete down here. May. Do you go with rain or do you go with Izzy? Um. I. Kind mm, fuck me, why did you have to do it? <laughs> For the drama, Maya. Mm-hmm. For the drama. Mm-hmm. I know, but it's supposed to be me. Um <laughs> if possible, here's one of the scenarios I have in my head, and let me know what you think, Sam. Is maybe make sure that Izzy gets out and I imagine May maybe comes back and like waits for rain. Like all the different times that rain has taken care of her and like dealt with the situation, she always comes back. So May is hoping or expecting that rain's going to come back. So is it is it a situation where you in in coyote form here like walk with Izzy up the stairs, like out to, you know, maybe the main entrance of the school. 
and then you turn back? I think so, yeah. Let's see that moment. Izzy, the coyote has walked, the coyote, or May, has walked (laughs) up the stairs with you to the front door of the school. And as you begin to press the push bar to leave, you see the coyote walking back the way you came. Um, May, you gotta promise me that you both are gonna get back, okay? Because, like, I don't have a lot of friends, so you guys need to be there for me, okay? So... If if you if 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 you need anything, howl. I guess I'll be there. I'll come back. It's I can do that. Um, May will like come up to you and like hide legs go up into like your shoulders and like licks your face and wags their tail before hopping down and then kind of poking you with uh, her nose to go. Okay. I'll I'll see you at school. They're like, yep. May. In this coyote form, now out of the heat of conflict, we had discussed briefly online your ability to see ghosts yes (laughs) and there is a ghost here it's in izzy's backpack do you say anything or do we just see you seeing it can i tell if it's a friendly ghost it just appears to be Keeping watch. May's gonna, if possible, meet its eyes. Yeah. Has May seen any newspapers of... Has May ever read any articles about... Izzy's brother. No. If she has gotten any news, it would be like through her mom. But she tends to not like pay attention to the news because it's just too sad and dark most of the time. Then I think to you, this is a stranger. I think that May's ears will kind of like prick up at this ghost and... Uh, maybe bear her fangs at it a little bit of like, you better not be like evil or mean. And Jimmy Domel's ghost nods at you. The ears will go back, but I'll, and I'll like kind of wag my tail a bit and then turn and trot back towards the boiler room. Izzy, we leave you on the front steps of Wilson Dillard High. We leave May trotting down a set of steps back to the boiler room and sitting beside a large hole in the concrete floor. We leave rain 
in the dark, following behind someone she doesn't trust. She's humming. And out of her backpack, a little stoat is dropping breadcrumbs. Thank you so much for playing Kids on Bikes with me this evening, everybody. Uh, <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> it has been a blast. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> what do you mean, Sam? <laughs> it's been a blast for me. I've had a grand old time. Um. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, Natalie and, and Maya, uh, let's start with you, Natalie. Where, where can people find you if they want to hear more of your, uh, of your dulcet tones? Yeah, as I've said, you can find me over on the Storyteller Squad. We have lots more autumnal lesbian energy over there. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) you can find us on Twitter at Story Squad Cast. And like I said at the beginning, if you'd like to hear us, uh, being pirates instead of modern day monster hunters, you can check out the writer's room at writer's room seventh, where we play a bunch of hot as fuck gay pirates. (laughs) Right. Maya, how about you? Uh, you can find myself and the rest of the monster playbook crew, um, on Facebook, Instagram, and Tumblr at monsters playbook and on Twitter at monster playbook because of Twitter reasons. Uh, you can also check out our website. We have a bunch of content information there. Uh, we have a Patreon and a merch page. I'm just casually, you know, sporting my <laughs> Patreon sweatshirt. No big deal. <laughs> I am the executive producer. Not really. Kind of, sort of. Um, but Yeah, I would say if uh, anybody is not familiar with the Monsters Playbook, imagine taking Supernatural, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the Dresden Files, and a little bit of Scooby-Doo and putting it all into one CW show. Uh, There's some laughing, lots of crying, lots of sadness, but it's a lot of fun. (laughs) You all all should go check out both of those shows. They are fantastic. Uh, I speak from experience. And thank you both so much for giving us your time today uh, to help record these episodes. It, it, it means a lot. Um, I'm excited for pest control folks to find uh, both of those shows if you have not heard of them before. Uh, Sam Dar, do you want to take this opportunity to plug your book? Sure. <laughs> Hi. Uh, if y'all don't know, I you can find me at uh, Mossy Author on Twitter. But uh, over there, there's links to my two books that I have out right now. So we have the Third Daughter. Wow, I almost forgot the name of my own book. Uh, the Third Daughter uh, and the Stolen Prince, which are both found on Amazon. Amazing. You have to type Sam Moss in too. So this is super fun. Thanks for yeah. inviting us. Sam. Of course, so much fun. Uh, we will have to have you on again. All right, everybody. We will talk to you next time. Bye, adventurers. Bye.